Today's podcast is brought to you by my very own Fred Motivates shop. Now, when you go to fredmotivates.com and you click on the shop tab, you can purchase an Acknowledge Someone tea, an Acknowledge Someone baseball tea, or a Table of Love logo mug. Every purchase goes to help get my message to more schools across the country. What's my message? It's called the Love and Success Approach to Leadership. It's a three-step approach to leadership that you can learn more of on the website as well. And right now, when you use the code TEACHERRECHARGE at checkout, you get 10% off your entire order. That's fredmotivates.com slash shop, and you use the code TEACHERRECHARGE at checkout. My name is Fred Kep. I'm the host of the Teacher Recharge Podcast, and this last week, I became a certified group fitness instructor. Anyways, on with the show. Welcome to another edition of the Teacher Recharge Podcast. My name is Fred Kapp. I'm the host of the podcast. And if you're in spring break, well, congratulations to you. Hope you're having a fantastic week. If you're not, hang in there. You are almost there. And today's episode will hopefully get you there. It'll give you the extra boost that you might need to get into spring break with a bang because today we have Jamie Duncan or as people know her teacher Jamie she is independently contracted with a Chinese company called VIP Kid where she teaches English to kids in China online previously she was a science teacher in Florida for five years before deciding to work full-time at home with VIP Kid she has an associate in science degree in zoo animal tech Technologies from Santa Fe Community College in Gainesville, Florida, and a bachelor's degree in environmental science from the University of West Florida in Pensacola. She's very passionate about animals, and she's worked in the zoological field for several years before transitioning into her current position. So without further ado, enjoy this interview. It was a blast. So I'm going to shut up and let you listen to it. Here you go. Enjoy. Teacher Jamie Duncan. Hello, Teacher Recharge listeners. Welcome back to another edition of the Teacher Recharge podcast. Today, we have a unique guest on the show. Her name is Jamie Duncan. She is a teacher with VIP Kid. How in the heck are you doing today? I'm doing great, Fred. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty well. Where are you located right now? Pensacola, Florida. So County there. Florida. So let me ask you a question: Is there uh, is there snow on the ground? No. You are lucky, no. girl. You there are so snow. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, you know, we had we had a flurry here. I think a year ago, a and, year ago. and every and everybody was outside. It didn't even like stick to the ground. Like people saw snow, and everybody's walking outside. My family's from Michigan, so I'm like, I don't want to see snow. Yeah. Oh my no, gosh. I have no desire. When I first came to Wichita. I was like, oh, snow, snow, snow. It's amazing. Now it's like, oh my gosh, when is it going to stop? It's March. It's still snowing. What is going on? (laughs) Anyways, I'm very excited to have you on the show. 
And you bring a unique perspective to the whole teaching scene just because you're not teaching from what most people would consider a normal classroom. You're teaching with a company called VIP Kid. Would you mind just explaining a little bit about what that is and what you do? Okay, so I teach English from my home to children in China. VIP Kid is a Chinese company and they hire North American teachers to basically a tutor. So I don't have a whole bunch of kids. The parents, the Chinese parents, buy packages of classes and they go through the profiles of the different teachers that are independently contracted with VIP Kids. So I have a six-month contract and I make my own schedule and they'll look and see what times are available and they can book your time slots and they're 25 minutes. And VIP Kid provides all of the curriculum and lessons. There's nothing to grade. You just go through the PowerPoint that's provided for you and teach the, the children the goals of, of that lesson. So it, from, from my home in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really cool. You were saying you do have experience in the actual like just regular yes. classroom though, yes? yes. Uh, what, yeah, I taught- How long did you do that? For five years. I taught uh, with the school district and where I live for five years. And I found it to be you know, very, it was a job of extremes. Mm-hmm. So it was extremely rewarding and extremely stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have, I loved the teaching aspect of it. I loved what I taught. I taught a unique veterinary science program and got to talk about animals all day. I couldn't handle all the extra stuff. It seemed yeah. like every day you're getting another email from administration or somebody that is re- somebody within the school district asking you to do something else or the state or mm-hmm. there's something else that you're supposed to be doing that you need to do. And it just was never ending. And I just, I always felt overwhelmed. I always felt like I was failing somebody or I wasn't getting something done. Right. And so this came along and I'm like, I don't have to grade anything. I don't have to plan anything. I don't have to prep anything. I just turn on my camera and entertain yeah. a Chinese child for 25 minutes while teaching them some English. That is super cool. So it's just one-on-one teaching then, yes? So you don't you don't have like a set class. Do you work with the same people every every week or is it like just different? It, it, it varies. So I have, I have some kids that I see three times a week mm-hmm. that always book me. I mean, the parents can book any, any teacher anytime. So, you know, some of the, some of the allure for them is the cultural aspect and meeting different teachers from different places and learning about them and learning where mm-hmm. they live. So some of them hop around. So a lot of them I'll only see once. And then I have some that only will come to me they will only book classes with me. I have some kids that I teach. I have one I teach every single Sunday, and he has another teacher that on Wednesday. So, I mean, they they pick whoever they want, and it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like do you, it. Do you think this is where schools are going in, let's fast forward 100 years. Do you think all schools will be online like this? 
I think a lot of it will. I mean, yeah. I already you already see it uh, with my school district when I was teaching there. So many classes are offered online mm-hmm. and kids are taking additional classes online in the summer. They're enrolling in virtual school. They can do that full time. It's actually a requirement with my school district that students have to do at least one online class huh. to graduate. Interesting. So it's definitely leaning more and more towards that. And I know when I was in college getting my degree, how many things were offered online, more even with science degrees and how many labs they're able to now do online. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up too, because you said science and then earlier you kind of hinted like, oh, I I got to talk about animals all day. So I want to just highlight that real quick because I'm super excited about just telling people about that. So your degree, explain it. What's your degree in? Why'd you do it? What is it? Well, okay. So the degree you're talking about, because I have two, but the the interesting one that you, the one that you like is my associate's degree because it, it is a very unique degree. And a lot of people actually, the program I went to to get my associate's degree, a lot of people come into after they've gotten their bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people I went to school with already had their bachelor's degree and were coming to do an associate's degree in this program. And at Santa Fe Community College in Gainesville, Florida, they have a zoo animal technology program. Ah! And they have a zoo on campus, an That's actual so zoo. Cool with animals. And when you go there and you see people working in the exhibits, those are students. That is their class. Yeah. So your class is in, and it's not, I mean, they don't have anything like tigers. They don't have anything super dangerous like that, but they did have like venomous snakes. I got venomous Mm -hmm. training, nothing that would kill you. Right. So we had like Eastern diamondback, Cottonmouth. The cottonmouth scared me. Yeah, <laughs> the water mite. That thing scared me. Uh, it was very aggressive, but it never. They've never had a, anybody get bitten. Wow. They have a. I mean, it's very, very controlled. You have the curator who's very experienced there by your side when you're dealing with the venomous. But yeah, I did. So the reason people get their bachelor's degree and then do this program is you get work experience. Right. So it's all, you get a degree and training, and a lot of zoo programs will recruit from that. Yes. Including definitely. Disney. Disney's Animal Ooh. Kingdom recruits from that program. They come when they have, when their seniors about to graduate, they come and do interviews at that program. And a lot of the staff at Animal Kingdom at Disney is from that program. What yeah. is your other, uh, what's your other degree in? Uh, environmental science. Okay, cool. So they kind of go, they go yeah. pretty much hand so, in hand. Yeah. So I learned about animals and then I learned about the environment they lived in. <laughs> oh, that is, those, those go really well together. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. But so the environmental I, science degree wasn't as fun as the, <laughs> the zoo. Oh, the, I bet. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> that was, there was a lot more classwork involved and not so much being outside with the animals. Exactly. <laughs> well, this podcast is all about helping teachers start their week off on a positive note so that they can make the biggest impact possible. So I got two questions that are the same question, but just in a different way. So when you were going through all of that stuff, when you were teaching in your school district, what would be your mindset on a Monday? How would you deal with all of those pressures and still go to school, still go to, go to work? And then second, how does that differ from now? What do you do now on a Monday? 
to get ready for the week ahead? <laughs> well, well, that, that's well, my life's completely different now. <laughs> um, so when I when I was with the school, I mean, the the mindset is it's the same for a lot of teachers. It's you do it because you are passionate about what you're teaching and you're passionate about the students. Mm-hmm. So I was always happy to see my students. I was always happy to go and teach and I was always ready to go and teach. It was, you know, all the extra paperwork and the extra meetings and the the conferences and it was just it was just yeah. never 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 ending. Um, but the actual teaching part, I mean that's why that's why teachers teach. Like you're the actual right. going to class and seeing your students and educating them that's that's the highlight that's the best part now my monday (laughs) (laughs) now things are a little different because i i teach online and you know one of the downsides for a lot of people with vip kid is you are teaching children in china Mm -hmm. you're teaching when it's daytime in china oh yeah when it's daytime in america so and i'm in central time and that is right now before we leap forward next week right now that is uh, 14 they're 14 hours ahead oh my goodness so yeah. so i my so now my monday starts at 3 a.m oh <laughs> like my goodness I like teaching my my biggest days to teach are the weekends so yeah. sundays are kind of like my fridays mm-hmm and I lessen my schedule on Mondays and Tuesdays, and then I, I teach more on the weekends because the students are out of school. So I can okay. teach all day, and I'll, I'll, I do crazy hours. I'm a workaholic. <laughs> uh, so I teach, all, I teach seven days a week. I tried mm-hmm. doing where I would take a couple days off, mm-hmm. and all the teachers do that. It's all about finding your balance, but I'm not a morning person, mm-hmm. and I'm not a punctual person. Right. So I have to stay on a schedule of getting up early and getting up super early. So I have to do all seven days because the second I have a day off, I'm sleeping in and then then my six is off. Is that getting up early for them or getting up early for you? (laughs) No, because so when I teach (laughs) this morning, I taught um, at three o'clock. I started from, I taught from 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. So 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. in China is 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right. So Whoa. that's – and yeah. Because that was my next question. So you're up at 3 a.m. teaching. Yeah. You, you get up at 2 to get ready to teach at 3 then. My alarm goes off at 2.30. I usually am like rolling – like I have like 10 alarms that go off. And right. no later than 2.50, I'm like rolling out of bed because – they only see me from the head up, like right. from the shoulders up. So I'm usually in my pajamas. This morning I was in my bathrobe. I was yeah. like running late. I just I like came running in here. I mean, I had on pajamas and a bathrobe. And I just quickly put my hair up mm-hmm. and throw on a little bit of eye makeup as I'm like running in here and just logging on. And like, you have to be on, like ready to be enthusiastic and... How do, you, how do you get in that zone? How do you how do you get enthusiastic when you're you're just getting up or you're dead tired from the night before? Like, how do you just turn that on? You know, it's a performance. Mm-hmm. So, and and that was that was the hardest thing for me, and something I had to get in my mindset when I applied for the job mm-hmm. because I'm very much an introvert. Right. And I'm very, I'm very much an antisocial introvert, introvert. So I had to train kind of mentally prepare when applying that 
this is a performance and I have to put on a show. Right. And now I've, I've been doing it for over a year and a half. I've taught almost 6,000 classes with them wow. and over 2,000 students. Wow. So now it's just, it's just automatic. As soon as I turn on, when I, when I log in, the way the platform is set up, you can see them and then you turn on your camera and they can see you and there's another window in the platform where they see the lesson. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you see them, their smiling faces sitting there and you turn yeah. it on and you're like, hi, and they go, hi teacher. And there's, I mean, it's just, <laughs> They're so happy to see you that it makes it easy yeah. for me. I mean, as soon as the, you see their little smiling face on the other side of the world, that's just so happy to see you. Like I immediately am lit up and ready to go. Yeah. Question, is it all age groups or is it just like elementary age? Like, what um, are- it's, it's three to 18, I believe. Oh, wow. So it is. It's, it's a pretty broad. Yeah. I, broad I, it may be three to 16, but I think because they're always adding to oh. it. So um, they're always adding more curriculum and more levels and more challenging stuff as the students kind of level out. Right. It's, it's set up in levels. So you're not mm-hmm. teaching a grade. You're okay. teaching a level of fluency. Okay. So yeah. you might have a four-year-old that is fluent. That's, yeah. they, they have level one to seven and you might have a 12 year old that's a level two and a four year old that's a level four. So yeah. it's, it's all about the level of fluency. Huh? That's really, really interesting. Right before the break, I want to ask you, what is something either in your past teaching experience or in this new one that you have failed at and how did you respond to that failure? How did I fail? I always felt like I was failing a student when I was teaching it for the school district. You know, you always felt like you could you could be getting through and, and get positive feedback from a majority of your class. And then you have that one right. that, you know, you get that parent complaint that you're not doing what they need or they don't feel like you're giving them the attention they need. And it's hard and you just have to do what you can to try to, you know, assess what you need to do for that student. With this job, with VIP Kid, how I've failed a couple times is oversleeping and have, yeah. I have, because I'm not, I'm not a morning person. I'm not, I don't wake up and jump out of bed and just, and that's why I teach the seven days a week and I have mm-hmm. to stay on a routine. I have yeah. to get up early every day. The, well, so the developing that routine, what, what do they say? It takes like 20 days or something to make a habit, 20, I, I don't know. I'm not Something sure, like, but yeah, I know for me, I have to, I have to get up and I have to go to bed early. Like I, right. like a lot of times I I'm in bed at six o'clock at night yeah. because I'm getting up at two 30 in the morning. Wow. And you seem like a really disciplined person, which obviously has come over time, which is which yeah. pretty cool to, cool to, cool to hear about. All right. Well, we are actually at the middle of the show. So we're going to go ahead and take a real quick break and we will be right back. For you, the listeners of the Teacher Recharge podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, whenever I have a guest on the show, I ask them for a recommendation. So, Jamie, what book would you like to recommend? I want to recommend Red Rising. It's a 
sci-fi, dystopian, futuristic saga. There's a tr- they just start. He just started a, a second trilogy. I, I got hooked. I was so happy that I discovered it after the third book of the trilogy had gotten out. It's because so I could read straight through. Because mm-hmm. once you get sucked in, you are sucked in. Right. And they're make currently making it into a show, and it could definitely be like the next Game of Thrones. The next the, Game the, of the, Thrones. Yes. The way that action is in these books and how they're written is, I mean, you just get sucked in. I find myself like holding my breath. They're really, really good. Well, if you want to check out the Red Rising trilogy and more, or any of the other 180,000 titles that they have to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, all you got to go to is audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Once again, that is audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge for your free audiobook and free 30-day trial. Back to the show. And we are back <laughs> on the interview with Jamie Duncan. Jamie, it is my favorite time of the entire show. If you're new to this show, we always come back after the break with my favorite time of the week of the year of my life. It is story time. So that is a chance for the guest to just talk without me interrupting because I know, I know, I talk too much. So I'm going to give Jamie the floor. She can tell me any story she'd like. Jamie, the floor is yours. It's story time. <laughs> Thank you. One of the things with VIP Kid is and something I didn't know and really think about when I applied was you're only teaching these kids for 25 minutes. So it's like, how much do you really get to know them? And it's amazing how much I've bonded with some of these kids. And I have one that I teach every Sunday and I live in Florida. So we are, we have hurricanes. And one day I, um, I logged in now we had hurricane Irma come through Florida, ripped down kind of the center of Florida. I live in the panhandle. So I was very fortunate. And I was also very fortunate with Michael that I was still for, far enough West that I didn't get hit by Michael either. But I logged in to teach a class, a little boy that I teach every Sunday morning. And I log in and he immediately is like, teacher Jamie, is Irma there? I'm like, how does he even know? He's he's on the other side of the yeah. like he knows that there's a hurricane hitting Florida and that I live in Florida because he he's asked me you know I've taught him a lot and he'd be like where do you live and I'd show him on a map where I live and he made, and he had drawn a picture of Florida and drew like all these swirls of the hurricane and he's like holding it up he's like are you okay is Irma there are you <laughs> like and oh it was God. just like I wanted to cry I was like oh my goodness and even the other teacher that teaches him there's a way for us to leave feedback to each other and the other teacher left feedback saying oh, he was very concerned about another his other teacher living in Florida and there's mm-hmm. a hurricane so he wasn't even just like he was telling his other teacher like my teacher Jamie is it's in Florida with Irma. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it was, it was just, you know, you realize that you, you're 25 minutes with these kids on the other side of the world and you're still, they, they're still bu- building a bond with them and building a connection with them. And they truly care about you and how you're doing. And I truly care about them. And you didn't, I didn't expect that. I just right. expected you're going to log in, you're going to entertain for 25 minutes, you know, each child and you wouldn't really have a chance to develop any kind of real connection. And that's not it at all. Wow. My heart 
Oh. Yeah, it did. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> you, so you know there's a hurricane like near well, me. I also just like that in general because I think people forget how important they are to their students, whether they're in a regular classroom or not. Like mm-hmm. one of you you talked about administration and stuff being a part of your your past job and I think that can weigh in on a lot of teachers. I mean, that's normal, you know, to, to, to have that weigh in. And I think the way to draw back from that is to realize that your students really, I mean, they're, they're humans. They, they care about, I mean, they, yeah. they engage with you with that. And so that's a really cool story though, just yeah. because being so far away from that, I yeah. can't imagine. I would have cried. I've never met them face to face. You know, I've never, and it's, yeah. It's it just was, a good reminder that, every little interaction you have with anybody, I mean, students or, or anyone else for that matter, leaves an impact on their life and it mm-hmm. has the potential to leave an impact on your life. Obviously, that made a pretty big impact on, on yeah. your life. Yeah. And now it's making an impact on all of our listeners, <laughs> which is even better. That is such a good story. We, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing that with Yeah, it was great. Me. So we are about out of time after that nice story. So if people want to get in touch with you, if they want to check out VIP Kid, if they just want to follow what you're doing, how in the world can they do that? Well, I have a VIP Kid Instagram. It's teacher.jamie.vipkid and Jamie is J-A-M-I. And you can also, if you are interested in VIP Kid, you can email me at teacherjamieduncan at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And once again, J-A-M-I and then D-U-N-C-A-N. We're not, I'm not related to any donuts. Oh, man. I get that a lot. They're like, oh, like Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, no, that's K-I-N. No, mine's yeah, C-A-N. Definitely. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we will put a link to all of that stuff in the show notes and in the description. So it will be easier than ever to contact you. Thank you so much for coming. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that maybe you would like to say? I started my journey wanting to work with animals. I imagined myself going to Africa and saving cheetahs. Mm -hmm. That's how my journey to going to college began. Mm -hmm. And now I work at home teaching little children on the other side of the world, English, and couldn't be happier. So, you know, if it's, it's definitely the, if one door closes, a window opens. Yeah. So don't, if something doesn't work out, just you're, you never know where the roads are going to take you. Definitely. You never know where your path is going to go. Don't, don't give up. That's, that's great to take into your week. Well, thank you so much, Jamie. For, yeah, thank for you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We're almost at the end of the show, but first, the weekly challenge. Each week, I give you a challenge to take into the week to motivate your students and make the biggest impact possible. Now, Jamie talked about... VIP kid and how that's kind of an out-of-the-box style of teaching and learning. So what are ways that you can go out of the box in your own classroom? That's my challenge to you this week. How can you do something that seems a bit routine? How can you do it in a new, innovative way? Let me know what you do. Email me, Teacher Recharge Podcast. I'd love to hear from you. And until next week, much love.